0: Everybody, welcome to Sword Coast, Coast to Coast, Episode 25, the Big Two Five. This is your Dungeon Master, Cameron, here to give you a little brief intro. So the group is down in the Manta Cave, and last episode they talked to the Manta Corps and they did some stuff to get there. Of course, Mary slash Tess uh, was not able to join us for this recording session, and so uh, she is over in Mistress Bobbin's Mistress Bobbin's Dress Shop. That's one of those uh, acting things, enunciation things, like the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Uh, The human torch secured a bank loan. Um, Y'all like Anchorman? Let's talk about it for, no, okay. So anyway, sorry. Um, (laughs) Oh, it's uh, late at night. Um, Anyway, so they are down in the Manta Cave and they are doing cool stuff down there. Um, we are, there not some puzzles necessarily, but there's some, there's some stuff that shows up in their way and they got to figure out a way to solve those things. And that's what this episode is about. I thought this was going to be the end. You know, we were, I was going to give you the kind of full, um, session all the way to the end here, but it was a little too long. And so I thought it was better still to uh, break it into two. So next episode will be about 45 minutes, um, not quite long enough, but it'll finish up the Mancha Cave adventure um, and the one after that is oh so good. Very good. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. They're all good, but but I think that progressively, maybe you feel this way. I certainly feel this way. Um, the episodes are getting better and the adventures are getting more interesting and more fun. I'm having more fun every time we play. You don't care about what I think. You, you just care about here and what I have to talk about here at the beginning before we get to the show. I know that's everyone's favorite part of the episode. Clearly. Anyway. If you like the show, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash rangedtouch. If you want more information about what we're up to, you can go to twitter.com slash rangedtouch. You can see all of our shows that we do at rangedtouch.com. Hopefully, you'll check those things out. And uh, if not, let's just get you right to the episode. Get you right in there. Here you go.
1: Is she the trickster? Is that why there was all this goop? Oh. <laughs> is this why you were looking up one Gwyneth Paltrow?
0: Weg has removed all of the poisonous goop from this room for you. There is a open door behind you. There is an unopened door with the Manticore's logo on it to your left, on the wall to your left. What would you like to do? Sword Coast, Coast to Cross crew.
2: Let's keep going. Yeah,
1: yeah. Is it cool with you, y'all, you know, if I take the sword? Yeah, yeah, I think so.
3: Take that sword. Wield that sword.
1: Yeah. Um. It looks Shine the light of that sword. I think it's a, like better than a regular sword.
0: It is, but it's a two-handed sword.
1: it, it, it says uh, versatile. That's.
0: Oh, well, then it's versatile.
1: Or wait, no, sorry, it says utility.
0: Okay, I think it's a great sword. You need to wield it with two hands. I'm like ninety-nine percent sure. Okay. Um, um, let's uh, check the door though before we touch it.
3: Okay.
2: Give me, who wants to give me an investigation check?
3: I'll do it. Okay.
0: Yeah, my investigation is plus zero.
3: I rolled a nineteen.
0: Okay. You do the same thing you did before. You got your little light pearl, and you're doing all that work. You feel just like that first door. Like there are no traps on
1: this door.
3: There are no traps on this door. Kylie, would you like to open this one?
1: <laughs> um, sure. I'll take a stab at it. But <laughs> Kylie, <laughs> Kylie, like,
3: <laughs> lunges at it with his, his new sword.
0: Okay, so you open up the store, Kylie, and you are getting the full view of the interior of the Mancha Cave. It is uh kind of a big open cavern. This looks like it was a natural cavern, uh before it was, you know, kind of uh morphed into something being used for the Manticore. You see that there's a giant leather map of Kormir up on the wall, then there's little pins in it, and there's string that is hook those pins together, and some of those strings lead way off the map on, onto a table where there are documents that are put there You know to make sure that we can refer this folder to that location or whatever. It's a very crude and weird and uh, very special filing system that the Manticore has obviously developed for himself. Um, there are a couple suits that you can see over in some display cases. Uh, the first one appears to be Perhaps a DR 1460s manticore outfit. It's a lot more simple. It seems a little bit more goofy. Um, Then there's, of course, one that's even more dark and brooding than his current one. Um, It seems like perhaps um, he would have been associated then with a crew of, you know, scissor monsters and chocolate factory uh, operators with, um, you know, legions of servants who would help them and things like that. And then there is a slightly uh, more kid-friendly and also a little bit more weird, we would say campy version of the suit. Um, you know, it, and it has, it, it, you know, I'll just be frank about it, it's got iron nipples on it. <gasps> it's a little bit weird. Um, and then there is, of course, sadly, or it seems sadly to you, when you look at it, you actually can feel the emotions pouring off of it. Maybe it's cursed. You don't really know. Um, but it is a suit for what you can recognize, everyone can recognize as uh, the manticore, uh, his, his, the tail, um, um, oh. but the original tail, of course, uh, oh, that everyone oh. knows about. Rest um, in peace. Yeah, and you can see that there is a, uh, a bloody flail on the bottom uh, of, of the display case as well. Um, very sad, very sad stuff um and we- there's of course a giant um water deep uh what's called a dragon it's their coin um and there's a massive one over in the other corner of the room
2: wegg is deeply scandalized by the iron nipples on that costume
0: they make you feel weird and you do not and you don't know good weird or bad weird mm-hmm. but wegg's uncomfortable and it's maybe a productive uncomfortable
1: None of the yeah these are all like um neck down costumes right uh yes.
2: Let's uh move into the room.
3: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, so you go in there, everyone's still wearing their um their masks, correct? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so silver you hear in your head, you know, you can hear the trickster, and she says, Hmm, well, I have many tricks up my sleeve. You've been sent here by old Manti. Hee hee hee. I will destroy him from the inside out. I'll send your rotten corpses back to the first room, and he can follow your trail of blood all the way to me.
3: Hee 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 hee
1: Lost a little bit at the end there. Wow. <laughs> That's creepy as hell.
3: <laughs> kind of yeah, became
1: ju- a, like a Waluigi
3: thing.
0: I'm trying to do my best Jack impression, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> There is a. Uh, you can like see it. that that from this room, this is almost like a hub. Um, there are some spokes that are going off of it. There is um, one uh, pathway, one door that kind of leads down. It looks like into like a second uh, bottom level. There is one that leads straight through. What you know, it's not going down or up. It's just going straight. And there is another one that is going a little bit up. You know, you got to go up some stairs and you got to go through it. What do we think the trickster
2: is at this point? Um, a villain. A, well, yeah, but like class-wise, <laughs> a rogue.
3: You think so? <laughs> Part of a rogue's a gallery, right? Bard.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's some kind of rogue bard hybrid.
1: I mean, I don't think that Cameron actually made a sure like three point five stat block for this. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm just thinking that like You know what we... I do I do, all, I do
0: all kinds of shit that never ends up Mattering in this game So don't don't count any Preparatory action out um, I'm just
2: thinking if this is a wizard Then we should go up Because wizards are uh, always up
1: Yeah, that is true but, On the other hand, rogues often go down
2: It's true uh, Are there Is there any <laughs> signs that, that there might be Like a
0: real it's manticore cannon. somewhere in here uh not that you can see. Okay. You can do a manticore check I guess if you want. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, roll can I roll my manticore skill like yeah. a survival check? Yeah.
2: Um oh I have plus three to survival. It's
3: cause you're hella wise, Weg. Twenty two. Yeah, there you, look at that.
0: You uh, when's the last time you saw a Manticore, Weg? Uh gosh. It would have been
2: like eight or ten years ago probably okay it's been a while it's been a minute what, what was the context what uh, what happened Weg was trying to uh during his travels Weg was was finding respite um off off a beaten trail uh further much further to the south than we are now but uh he, the camp that he had made was ransacked by a manticore while he was sleeping Wow. Sucked. It was not so. Great. You
3: didn't see it because you were asleep. They well, hurt. I mean, like,
2: I, no, like I woke up, like I woke up and was like, "Oh no, there's a manticore here,"
0: and had to abandon his camp. And he made uh, he made himself big, and yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and used <laughs> his manticore horn to make it go away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, luckily, your food was up in a tree. The manticore, yeah, be in the yeah, tree. yeah, 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 in a
3: manticore bag, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, a uh, so so you have a sense of you know like the kind of damage that a manticore might do uh you know that wherever a manticore goes there's going to be spikes left in things you know what they sound like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you don't see any of those signs here in this room at least you do notice this it's good you made the survival check you do notice that there's almost like a haze in this room hmm a uh yeah, just like a light haze occasionally. It's almost like when, you know, because there, there, uh, the permanent light is still on the ceiling here. It's darker and much more moody and perhaps more brooding than it was, you know, 40 years ago. But it, uh, it certainly, um, you know, if you're looking up at the light, sometimes you'll see like almost these translucent clouds float in front of it. So the trickster's it's been vaping again. in here. Been blowing huge clouds.
2: Just chucking clouds left and right. Okay, um,
1: and yeah. what wow. color are they?
0: What? What color? Uh, I don't know. Weg, you tell me. What color are they? It's kind of like a purpley sort of. There you go. Yeah. A light purple haze. Yeah. <laughs> if you will.
2: <love. laughs> uh, so what do y'all think? Do y'all want to go up or down or straight? Um, I, I, the
1: way I see it, I think we could. Go, like down and work our way up or up and work our way down <laughs> I didn't realize I said nothing <laughs> let's go down
3: let's go down let's go down okay so you down go down. Stairs.
0: and uh, it's down a few steps and they kind of uh, they go straight down and then they turn to a spiral staircase and you're just going down into the depths of the mancha cave and eventually you end up in a very similar spot to the one that you were in before so you end up in, like, a, a small straight hallway, and you see a door in front of you again. Not the kind of door that you've seen before. This is a big double door. Um, you know, it's wide. It's probably 12 feet wide. It's probably 10 feet tall, something like that. Kind of a big, stocky door. Um, and it has a the big manticore seal on it. And the manticore is, you know, it's the literal shape of a manticore and its tail is whipping around it kind of in a in a loop around the logo or the design and you actually see it's very easy to see that there is an indent where the tail spike would be right so so there's Mm. you know the end of a manticore's tail is kind of this flail thing with spikes all in it and uh it looks like it's just missing a piece of this big seal
1: um
2: well i definitely don't
1: have that I think we remember that flail that was in the with the um, the tail costume. Yeah, M- maybe that could be used.
2: Well, it's it's a it's not like the whole flail's missing, right, Cam? It's like one big spike is missing.
0: No, it's like the whole flail of it. But the uh, okay. the difference between like a flail that you might use as a weapon and the difference between a manticore's tail, right? They work the same way. But a flail you might use as a weapon is you know a a sphere. With spikes on it that are attached to a chain and that are attached to a post. Oh, um, the end of a manticore's tail is like almost like a morning star shape, but it mm-hmm. works like a flail would because it's on a tail.
1: That's a common misconception, right?
0: Well, I don't know. I'm just telling you that there's a difference between what the weapon looks like and what the manticore's tail looks like.
1: Yeah, I wasn't thinking of the thing with the chain.
0: Mm. You're thinking
1: of a morning star. Um, no, our, I was thinking of like a mace.
0: Yeah. With spikes on it. That's a morning star.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about frogs.
2: Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go somewhere else then, I guess, and look for this thing. We got a Resident Evil our way into this door.
3: Yeah, this seems like a, definitely seems like a, like a key is needed. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: As you turn around to walk back up the stairs, you hear, only relief still,
1: hee 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 hee.
3: I mean, I could also cast knock on it, but. Um...
1: Yeah, I mean, would you have the technology?
3: Yeah. Is that a cantrip for you? No, it's like a second level spell,
2: but. You've done it twice already, right?
3: Yeah, it's fine. It's what we're... I'm here for.
1: Yeah, we're like, like level five spells. now.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, where are you going? So I wanna... you went. You went down, so you can go straight, or you can go up. Let's go straight. Everyone, yeah.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine with whatever Rig does. Okay,
0: awkward. you go down this hallway, um, and it kind of twists and turns a little bit, but eventually you get to a uh, room, and the room says in, in very plain letters at the top, you know, this is very industrial design still, it says weapon storage. Um, and there's no door on it, you just go straight in. You can see from the hallway that there are some like glass cases. And there are things of that nature in it. And as you walk in there, um, you can see more of those kind of like purple hazy clouds, Weg. They're mm-hmm. in here. They're not any more um, dense or anything, but they are in here. And um, you can see their display cases here. So there are display cases of flails and swords and other great swords, all of which are adorned with different manticore iconography on them um it seems like maybe this is a progression of different things that the manticore has used over the years or have significant value to him there's also a much smaller section of one or two items that are uh the tails uh different different objects
2: is there anything that looks like it might fit in the in the door
0: why don't you give me uh, an investigation check it's a 15 Okay, so Wegg does a pretty robust search here. Um, you know, kind of feeling underneath the edges of all these display cases, looking over the top, looking around to the side. Doesn't really seem like there is this piece of seal that you were looking for here. Um, it's not really the kind of object uh, that would be here. You do see that some of the um, or, or one of the cases, is actually much more well locked than the others are. Mm. Um, it, you know, it, it has it, where the other ones are mostly just display cases, right? That you could lift up and pick whatever you wanted out of here. Um, this has a lock on it, uh, and inside of it is a silver long sword or actually uh, a silver short sword, um, that, uh, it, it just looks nice. It's got a little bit of magical iconography on it, but, um, uh, mm. but yeah, it's Should a little we bit maybe
3: different. maybe get a, uh, a souvenir for Tess? Yeah. I'm casting a uh, knock on this uh, this display case.
0: Okay, so you do that. Bonk. Bonk it with your little thing. The The uh, lock pops right open, and you can lift it out if you want to.
3: I'm, I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> okay, so Silverleaf, as soon as you touch it, you feel it um, lock into your hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is that for test anymore? Sword.
0: It you can almost feel. One time you uh you went down into the kind of swampy part of one of those lakes that you have been visiting and kind of checking off on your, uh on your bucket list. Mm-hmm. And you went into that lake and you took a bath like you do in a lake every now and again. And when you came out, you realized oh you had walked through some reeds and there were leeches all over your your legs and it was and, gross and your butt and your butt there was one big one on your butt god damn it and it, it, it was smiling too not my <laughs> like not my butt. smile
3: uh,
0: <laughs> right on your butt right on the cheek He's
3: be, this leech is being so bad <laughs> it's, it's just a rude
0: little leech and uh and but in that big leech in particular you could feel it just sucking your blood out this kind of tightness this kind of um, you know, numbing sensation that's associated with that, that's exactly what you feel when you grab this sword. Um, and When you grab the sword, you lose a hit point.
3: Yikes. Can I drop it? No. Damn.
0: Your nope. hand is locked to the sword.
1: Rad.
3: Guess I need to kill something now if I want to regain life.
2: Is that what the sword does?
1: You think it's like a vampire blade? Yeah,
3: yeah I think it's uh it's some kind yeah. of leech leech <laughs> leech themed. Uh, this is clearly uh, the, the, the 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 weapon of uh, you know uh, the manticore's uh, one of one of the manticore's old nemesis, um, leech lad. <laughs> He told us about he told us about Leech Lad. You all remember, uh, yeah, on the, on the
2: boat
0: ride to uh, yeah. to Ember. and you remember back. You kind of flash a flashback. Yeah. Uh, this reminds <laughs> me of the time that <laughs> I was fighting Leech Lad, and he had snapped onto my butt cheek, and, it, and he and he, I could see the delight in his eyes, and I was <laughs> trying to slash at him with my powerful weapon. I couldn't hit him because every time I would turn, he. He would he would keep flying around behind me, and and he he was incredibly wiggly too. So he just kind of flapped in the wind as I was turning around. He was awful, was the yeah. worst. It really seemed like people were running out of ideas or something for being my enemies for a while. Yeah. During <laughs> during the DR nineteen seventies. Yeah. Fourteen
3: seventies. Yeah. Leech lad. Um, I mean, this is why this, this is why the this is why the sword is a short sword because leech lad is a. He's a,
2: squiggly, he's a squiggly little worm, man. Yeah, it's like like a leech with one, with tiny hands, and he was holding this sword. I love it.
1: Yeah, he has to wield it with two hands. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it was
2: a great sword for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. All right. Well, congratulations on your second curse. Yeah. So relieved.
3: Maybe one of these days we'll be able to get rid of any of them, but for now second curse i got this uh i got this sword uh silver ignores kylie
2: <laughs> and
0: so does Wegg. Uh,
2: is there <laughs> anything else in this room
0: uh no, nothing that you search for i mean there's a bunch of weapons and things like that here but okay um should we search
2: the like hub room for the part of the seal that's missing or should we go on
1: upstairs let's go upstairs yeah i okay. mean like if we have to go through the door Silverleaf, do you have another knock in you?
3: I have one more. Oh, but I know I can cast knock as a third level spell probably.
2: It just blows the, th- door. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the door. Yeah, the door explodes off its hinges. <laughs> but I think, uh, I, I think you
3: can use oh. a you could use a, th- a third level spell slot to cast a second level spell. Yeah, or
1: no, maybe can. not. You could knock somebody off of a ledge if you like had a door that you put in between mm-hmm. them.
0: And... <laughs> like you carry around a door in a door frame to be able to to, yeah. to like you yeah. have other people put, stand it up for you, and then you cast knock. Yeah, Weg cast conjured door, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's you our do. it's our
2: special our our special team up attack. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's the fastball shuffle of the Sword Coast Gurus <laughs> crew. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah let's make this happen y'all This, this is my dream
0: As an, a Knock is an 8th level spell It, it <laughs> knocks through time and space <laughs> And then into the door Like it, You like You find a giant smashing a door In like DR100 And you <laughs> teleport him there And it boom <laughs> Smashes through the door and then zips back um, uh. oh, That should be how knock works It should teleport versions of door openings Maybe it is. Maybe that is how it works. Anyway. Every, okay.
3: Every spell should be, every spell should scale. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? Is. Like, yeah. this is, okay.
1: Michael, if you ever use knock, like, in an offensive manner again, there's a really good line there with, like, speak friend and enter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, just what Like, it's like, a quit. Like, oh, like, nice. You like make a hole in someone by knocking them, and then be like, <laughs> you "Speak, friend." And that, dang, okay. yeah, yeah, that's
0: a real. But coy- yeah, it
3: is. Thought. It is canon in Sword Coast Coast to Coast land. Every spell scales. I'm gonna yeah. cast light as a third level spell. You're
1: blind everyone. <laughs> and blind somebody.
0: Um, you're. You can see their skeleton.
1: <laughs> their right, yeah. It doesn't blind oh, them. No. You just like see. Yeah, wide. It widens the spectrum of light that you're emitting yes yeah, exactly. uh, it, it radiates
0: everything okay where are you going <laughs> upstairs. upstairs okay yay. back to the hub room then upstairs and um as you're making your way to this area similar deal there is a sign actually and it says uh 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 dangerous enemy storage
2: <laughs> oh no
0: and the door there is a door here and that door is closed
2: is, is this is the Manticore's
0: private prison?
2: Maybe?
3: Yeah, wait. I mean, if you
0: hear. Hee hee he, hee he, hee
1: hee.
3: You guys, you guys, the trickster is talking to me again, psychically. Hee he,
0: hee hee. I heard that you might be getting
3: your blood sucked out. Hee hee he, hee
1: hee hee. What she saying? Good
3: say? one. She says. I heard that you might get a. I don't know what she said. She's making a terrible She's just making bad jokes in my brain. I can't. It's we gotta get out of here as soon as possible because I can't. I can't creepy. take much more of this.
1: Um, let's check the door. Do, okay. do we want to?
3: Do we want
2: to?
1: I mean, there's probably gonna be bad dudes in the, inside there. There yeah. is almost definitely
2: right. gonna be bad dudes, but we don't have anywhere else to check for the missing piece of the thing, right?
1: Yeah, but we could just go downstairs and knock it.
3: Nah, if that, if let's, that works. let's let's look for the key. I'm I'm excited to find a quest item.
0: It Who's opening the door? I'll open it's it. So, yeah, it's Overly's turn. Okay. Yeah. It it uh you know, uh the Manticore only hires the finest machinists for, for his doors and you pull it, obviously without trekking for traps this time for some reason. Yeah. But the door slides open on its hinges quietly and you can see a um, almost it's not as big as this but you can kind of use this as your imagination so like um, it looks like a grocery store like the way that grocery store aisles are distributed so they're tall they're taller than a person and they are um, you know big and they're separated in this room is probably 30 feet to your left and 30 feet to your right right so you're in the dead center of it 60 feet across you don't know how deep it is it's much lower lit than the previous room you were in um and there are cages just up and down these rows these aisles in the cages closest to you you can see um you can see a bat you can see some rats in one you can see a bunny all of these of course have little food (laughs) trays Beside them. They have little the, the little water things you would have for a hamster. Um, <laughs> they're not being,
3: you know. Mistreated.
0: Mistreated, yeah.
3: I'm
2: shaking well, my head. These hat. aren't dangerous enemies at all. <laughs>
0: the rabbit looks at you, and you can see it has tiny
3: vampire fangs. Fuck, <gasps> Benuncula. <laughs> Benuncula. Benuncula. <laughs>
2: You know, like, like Dracula. Dracula. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Who would have thought we would get a Pinocula cameo? <laughs> uh,
0: Me. What we do? I thought that. <laughs> you hear some rattling from the back of the room. Okay. Uh, y'all.
3: Hmm. There's some rattling in the back of the room. Can you hear that? I can't hear it. Okay. What is it? Can I, can I, what kind of, what We've, What can I, what can I see?
0: Uh, you can't see that far. You can't see it because remember it, it's much lower lit here and this is in the back of the room. So it's kind of, at, you, you would have to proceed further than the doorway. Okay. To do. You got to go proceed? into this room to see it.
1: Um,
3: let's proceed further on. into this room. There you go. Okay, Thanks, are you Kylie. are
0: you sneaking or are you just walking? Let's be sneaky. Okay. Give me a stealth check, Weg. My friend. Five. <laughs> Alright, well what is the loudest thing that Wegg could do?
2: Um Wegg takes one step into the doorway and th- his holy implement, his trusty shovel, which has a surprising amount of iron on it. Uh, looses itself from the rope belt that Wegg uses to keep his robe uh, from getting too much in the way. Uh, it falls from his belt, clanging itself on the door and uh, skittering... or ac- er, Not on the door, but on the floor and skittering across the floor and also hitting the nearest cage.
0: Okay, so you hear from the back of the room that rattle and then a like almost um uh you ever like i don't know like played four square like with a with a ball sure you know that sound like when when shoes hit gravel and they're like like Mm -hmm. there's that like sliding sound Mm -hmm. you hear that sound
2: seems bad. Wegg winces with every clang of his holy implement and tries to pick it up. You got it. You picked it okay. up.
0: Y'all headed uh, back? What are you doing?
2: Is Is nothing charging at us?
0: You do not hear anything. You do not see anything. You just heard that noise and now you don't hear anything at all. Deadly silent. Okay. Um,
2: Silverleaf, do you still have light going on the, on your pearl? Yeah.
0: What's, uh, what's going on in here?
3: Yeah, what do I see? You would have I'll, to... I'll
0: shoot. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm giving you, like, at the, the full range of that thing. So you can see, because it gives you light for 15, 20 feet, something like that? hmm Yeah. So beyond that's just darkness still. You don't okay. see anything. You're going to have to walk into the room
1: with it. I'll walk into the room with it, oh. yeah. Oh, I I put my hand on Silverwave's shoulder and stop him. And um, I would like to like throw like a, a bolt of fire into the dark.
0: All right. Okay. Okay. So you do that. Kylie kind of leans back and hooks a a, a bolt of fire into the uh, the darkness. Um, it almost seems like there's some sort of uh. I don't. It's there's no magical darkness here, but it's darker than it seems like it should be. I guess is what I'm saying. Hmm. The the fireball does go back. You can see that t- as you get further back in the room, the cages get much bigger and much larger. Hmm. There appears to be a. Um, you can kind of easily see a uh, a cow, like a, you know those cows that have real long fur, like a British cow. You see one of those, hmm. like further back um, Scottish Highlander yes like those uh, you can see um, yeah like a big dog things like that and then they even get larger and when the firebolt finally impacts on the final cage at the end of the row oh, kind damn. of at the back of the room
1: I didn't really mean to hit anything but well yeah it's yeah. going to hit
0: it doesn't it doesn't dissipate in the air it stops um, and so when it hits that cage, you can see that that cage is open. It's been torn open from the inside.
3: Mm. Gasp. hmm
0: And now, remember, these, this is kind of the center aisle. There's an aisle to the left and an aisle to the right, but that's the very back of the room. Give me a, uh, perception check, everybody.
3: Something's loose in this room. Oh, my God.
2: Uh Six okay. Also six
3: Okay
0: Okay <laughs> You think there might be You see a pile of stuff In the back of the thing There might be some stuff back there There might not be We
2: are all aware that we're in a room
0: You, You know you're certain you're in a room Oh goodness Um Wegg, give me a another perception check.
2: Okay. That's a 19.
0: Uh, what's your AC?
2: My AC is 16.
0: Um, give me a dexterity check.
2: Uh, okay. That is an 18.
0: Okay, so... Out of the darkness to your left on the aisle on the left because you're, you're standing in the middle of this room or in, in, in the center of these aisles mm-hmm. out of the darkness Wegg, you're on the left I'm just asserting that out of the pitch blackness on the other side of this aisle um, this appears it is oh, a God. large <laughs> no. mouth almost a frog like creature but with with spindly arms and a giant tooth-filled mouth. Mm -hmm. And it... it, You mostly just see mouth, I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Um, It... um, What's your AC again, sorry? Uh, 16? Okay, it bites you with that mouth. It gets you right on the shoulder. Oh, no. And... um, Oof! Um, how many hit points do you have? Thirty-eight. It does sixteen points of damage. Gosh. All right. And and it is trying. It's trying to hold you in its jaws. It's mm-hmm. trying to close its mouth around your shoulder. But you, um, due to your dexterousness, are able to kind of twist after it bites you because it's it's basically going to bite you and it's like trying to really. Get a better grip, and so mm-hmm. when it opens its mouth again to get that better grip, you're able to kind of twist out of the way, and maybe you roll on the ground. Your tactical roll. You can feel your sweater doing work here, <laughs> um, helping you get out of the way. Oh thank um, goodness! And then this creature recedes back into the darkness. Oh my god! Um,
2: did they see that?
0: Oh, everyone saw it. Yeah.
2: Okay. I put my hand on my shoulder. And say, I know frogs, and that was no frog.
0: Kylie, give me a perception check.
1: 16.
0: Okay. You hear, you're on the right side, you're on the other aisle, and you hear the padding of paws running up to you. So you're able to turn around just in time to see a... um a two-headed dog come at you
1: that is both more and less heads than I would have expected <laughs> it
0: is <laughs> and it hits you it bites you one one um set of jaws comes up and they try to to snap at you and they miss because you were able to see this thing before it got to you but the second one as you're dodging on the way of the first the second one hits you and bites you for uh Ten points of damage.
1: Ah.
0: I need a constitution Constitution saving throw.
2: I need a consternation saving throw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Twenty.
0: Okay. You feel, you know, based on the amount of things that you have eaten and uh, <laughs> consumed and been uh, attacked by, uh, you have a pretty profound nervous system and immune system, and uh, whatever was trying to leech into you doesn't. Although you do feel... Wait, was that a natural 20? No. Okay. Um, You do feel um, something in you. Something that doesn't quite feel like you. And it says, yes. In the way that's happened several times already before.
3: So, Relief, what do you want to do? Um... I don't know. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Can I see this this dog? Can I see the Can I see the Banderhab?
0: Would well, you don't do you, Did I say the word
3: Banderhab? No, you didn't. But can I see thing. this weird frog monster?
0: No, the the frog monster basically attacked Weg and then has moved away back into okay. the other aisle, so you don't have visibility on it. You can see this dog.
3: Okay, um, I'm gonna ice knife this dog.
0: Okay. Give it to me.
3: Yeah. I rolled a 26 to hit.
0: Okay, you you wow. you, you have gotten that. Okay. These bonus. Um, I mean, y'all are fifth level. You're like halfway through the the real people really only play this game levels 1 to 10. So you're, you know, you're pretty powerful.
3: Yeah. I do 9 damage to it. Okay, great. Awesome. And, and then it makes a dexterity saving throw. Um, against 15.
0: Against 15? Yeah. It does not make it.
3: Okay. So then it takes Eight additional damage so okay. 17 damage
0: so you hit this dog and you ice knife it right in one of its two heads and that head um is no more it's kind of frozen and rigid and you can kind of see the life going out in its
1: eyes does this just uh, become a regular dog then I nice <laughs> it's a it's a
0: dog with one additional head that doesn't work i think
2: the frozen head shatters and the curse is is lifted. The dog <laughs> Fido returns. returns. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is not what happens. Um, okay. Um, Weg, what do you want to do here? I'm looking at my spells, trying to see if there's anything I can do that will, um, perhaps shed some light on our situation. Like, literally.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I take out my sword.
2: Okay. Let's give this a little bit more light. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast Daylight. Okay. Which is a third level spell. Um, so I'm really hoping that it does good because I only get two of those per day. Mm-hmm. Um, a 60 foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range. The sphere is bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 feet. So I get a total of 180 feet spherical light coverage Mm -hmm. if you choose a point on an object you are holding or one that isn't being worn or carried the light shines from an object and moves with it uh, completely covering the affected object with an opaque object such as a bowl or a helm blocks the light if any of the spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level or lower the spell that created the darkness is dispelled okay um. So, I would like to cast this basically on just a point on the ceiling that seems central to this room from where I am at.
0: Yeah, this room is probably as I said, it's like sixty feet across from your direction, and it's maybe eighty or hundred deep. So, you'd easily be able to get full light coverage of the room. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Well, what Weg does that pull- look like? Wegg pulls out.
2: Uh, Wegg pulls out his holy implement. And, uh, this has a verbal and somatic component. Um, Wagg pulls out his holy implement and kind of bounce bal- like kind of lifts the blade end of the shovel up to his mouth like it's an enormous spoon, uh, and whispers into it and then like kind of blows, blows what he whispered out of the spoon end of the shovel. And a like little golden trail kind of flies up to this to a point on the ceiling and then
0: bursts into
2: a big a big thing of daylight.
0: Okay. Um, as you do that, or when you do that, um, you can see that on top of, of one of these cages about 30 feet away from you into the room, kind of almost uh, right below that, that daylight that you have bloomed into this room, there sits this large, froggy looking creature it's crouching it's real big like you know it's it's taking up a 10 by 10 square wow large thing and it's crouched there and as you uh cast that in the last moments of darkness it kind of pulls it kind of um, um flexes its whole body and it literally teleports to the other end of the room great Back where that, that cage was. Okay. So we've got a hundred square foot
1: teleporting frog monster. Well we have a a frog monster that is teleporting a hundred square feet. Yeah. He is not himself.
2: Yeah. He he's like well, he's if like he, if, he, if he takes up a ten by ten square, that's
0: I am I'm, I'm thinking in grid. Sorry, I'm thinking in uh like D and D grid thing. Oh, okay. He, he's okay. like ten feet wide. Okay.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is not <laughs> I thought that okay. he himself was he would be bigger than the room. Feet feet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
0: So he's back there and he's kind of frowning. He's not looking happy. That dog is still there. Kylie, what do you want to do?
1: Um I, I'm not big. Ba- I'm going to cast expeditious retreat. Okay, which makes me super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna run towards the frogman.
0: Okay. You could get all the way to the frogman, but you wouldn't be able to attack it.
1: Um, his mouth is real big. hmm <laughs> Yeah, that's fine.
3: Okay. So well, you I s-
1: mean, I. I but I feel like I'm gonna look like a fool. I'm gonna run all the way down there, he's gotta teleport back. I'm gonna turn around and run all the way back. <laughs> that's gonna be my turn for the next six rounds. Well, uh-
0: Silverleaf, you wanna make an Arcana check real
3: quick? Sure. Seventeen. Tell
0: us about the Bander Hob.
3: Um. Because
0: you know it's a Bander Hob.
3: I know it's a Bander Hob. I'm not exactly sure about Bander Hobs. Let's see. I know God. that they swallow things. That's that's what gave it away.
0: Um, okay, oh, uh, so, but, so you know this. Let me. I'll give you. Okay, hold some, on. Some, it doesn't. Okay. It's not
3: a teleporting thing.
1: Uh,
0: it is. Right. Uh, it is. Know, it's a teleporting thing. Yeah. Damn. What? So Did you, you know Hobbs? that you know that the Banderhob has a ability and, and a way of being in the world that several creatures have who are involved oh. with night hags which banderhobs are created originally by night hags um and they have a thing called shadow step which allows them to go to places where there is low light or uh or or darkness and so the um so, you know, by looking looking at it and kind of thinking about it and thinking about the diary entries that you've read in your bundle, that the Banderhub was able to do that teleportation in the in the moments right when the light was spreading through the room, but probably the light here is so bright that it would not be able to do shadow step anymore because there's no shadows here.
3: Okay.
1: Um, also, really they swallow things. Thinking. That's good to know. I think even without necessarily knowing that, Kalud... Runs towards him. Okay. Or it. They. Well, you get all the way there. Yep.
0: You're standing in front of it. It's got a big old mouth. Yep. It bites you with that mouth. <laughs> um,
1: yep. Saw this one coming.
0: Yep. Well, you're going to see it coming right at you. Let me tell you. So it opens its mouth. It tries to get you. Give me a um, dexterity save. And what's natural your AC? 20. A natural 20?
1: Yep. What's your um, AC? 17.
0: Okay. Um, it hits you with its bite. It does 19 points of damage.
1: It just Big bites mouth.
0: the shit out of you. <laughs> right <laughs> Right on the arm.
1: Yeah. Ciao.
0: And it tries to get you in that grapple again, but you pull away in the same way that Weg was able to. Um, you feel... You feel that sweater working, that turtleneck. Oh, Those yeah. patches, they're, they're throbbing with powerful stealth <laughs> dexterous energy. And again, you hear in something in your mind, in your body, if this is a kind of communication that you're not quite familiar with, you hear, yes. The dog attacks Silverleaf. Because oh Kylie no. left Kylie uh, just <laughs> ran away from this dog being there It runs up to you so relief. it's only got one um, You know one mouth left It rolls a natural 20 um, But it only deals Oh I don't even have to roll for this It deals uh, uh, 12 points of damage Okay Give me that constitution save
3: Me? Yep a Little old me hmm low well, you. Uh, seven.
0: Um, you feel as if you have contracted a disease.
3: Cut. <laughs> oh man. Rough day for Silverleaf. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: Please note that on your character sheet. Every 24 hours, um it <laughs> it reduces your hit point maximum by 1d10. <laughs>
3: cool man that's um
0: great. no just note you know just to step in his dm though note that you do have potion of vitality which cures both poison and disease so that's correct oh. i do
1: have that. hmm i i wonder what would happen if i drink the potion of vitality
0: i don't know what you doing Weg? Weg is gonna Weg i have
3: six hit s- points you have what six hit points six oh, hit points I- huh yeah, keep that in mind, but also do you.
2: I want to heal my compatriot, but I also want to do something about this dog.
3: Do something about the dog, dude.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how close am I to this dog?
0: you It's like, like right here, right? Yeah, you're like maybe ten feet away from this dog. Maybe even five feet. You're wherever you want to be. Okay. You're I close. want to be in a room that doesn't have the dog in it. Okay, <laughs> you can't be there. Okay. Um... Time and I'm space g- warps around wag. <laughs> <laughs> Later, nerds.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm outie. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Oh, okay. yeah. That's great. Wh- which is a uh, second level evocation. Um you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast this spell again? When you cast that spell, you can make a melee spell attack against the creature... Against a creature within 5 feet of the weapon, on a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting modifier. Whoa. Uh, As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within 5 feet of it. Okay. Um, The weapon can take whatever form you choose. Uh, If Aragolin has a weapon specifically related to him, it would be that. I do not believe that he does. I don't think he does either. Is it, okay. Is it a shovel? It could uh, be a shovel. It, it is an enormous shovel, as a matter of <sighs> fact. Um, <laughs> Big something. beast crushing shovel. No, <laughs> what, is the, what
3: is the name of that sword, Morden Canaan's? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so Wegg Wegg uh, takes his holy implement and uh lifts it, lifts it in front of him, like he's you know as as one would hold a cross to ward off evil. Mm-hmm. Um, holds it in front of him. And in, uh, and in his other hand, with his other hand, uh, kind of like forcefully palms the blade of the shovel, and from the other, from the opposite side of the shovel's blade, a uh, large glowing spectral shovel emerges. Just like boom, it kind of reverberates, and the uh, the spectral weapon bursts from it.
0: Okay, so wow. that that big old shovel. So I'm assuming the shovel's like a ten foot foot long, big glowing shovel, right? Yep.
2: It, yeah. Okay. the 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 spell description doesn't uh, explicitly say how how big the thing is. Okay. Um, but it lasts for a minute. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Make your attack roll then. Okay. Um. So that's uh. I'm just. That's just give just me a, a D twenty.
0: Right. Yep. Uh that's a natural 20.
3: Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Um so that's you good. see Weg conjure this big shovel. What color is it glowing, Weg? It's like kind of an like a a pale, it's like a white with like just a little bit of a blue tinge around the edges. Okay? And so you see the shovel conjure up in you know into the air and it kind of slowly floats over to this to this dog and it kind of Comes back and again zooming in, Ant-Man style. At the very, at the edge, you know, at the the end of the handle for it, you see that there's an ant floating there, yeah. and it's yeah. manipulating the shovel. It's it's a powerful, mystical ant. It demands you consider it, <laughs> and it brings the shovel down. It's using it's using four of its arms. Wow. brings the shovel down on the dog and the shovel resonates bong, as it hits the dog and um, uh, birds begin flying around the dog's head um, or cuckoo clocks, things of that nature um, and then it falls over to the side dead.
1: Hooray!
0: There's a giant frog creature on the other end of the room.
1: You just kill a dog. Don't say hooray. Yeah, with a shovel. I, sh- yeah, I saved This is like all bad.
2: Well, I, know. I beat was... the monster. Yeah.
3: No, Wegg, you did a great job. Weg thank you. Weg, this is Silverleaf talking. Yeah, great yes, job. Oh, great thank job.
1: You. Thank you, friend. That that uh, that was liberating. Kylie yeah. chose not to kill that dog.
0: Kylie, where are you at? yeah you just you allowed it to eat Silverleaf. <laughs> and give him and give him dog poison,
1: yeahism is a tricky thing
0: okay so you're uh Kylie, you're right beside this big old frog guy. what are you doing
1: um how big is the mouth?
0: It's big Were you're asking for like an exact diameter
1: yeah like or i I'm thinking about like. What I could shove into this mouth?
0: Your whole body could go
1: into it easily. Yeah. So I'm also that sword. Able, well, I'm probably not gonna be able to pick up anything that would, um, like, gag the creature. Or
2: oh, are you try, are you thinking about like rancoring this this big frog man?
1: I, I'm thinking about doing something that doesn't involve chopping it with a sword. Okay.
0: You could punch it in the face. <laughs>
1: That seems like a good way to go in, like arm first into this. Remember
0: mouth. that you can always do non-lethal damage to something.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can just decide to do non-lethal damage. That blade. Yeah, yeah.
2: You did not know um, that? Wag? I did. I did. Weg did not know that.
0: Yeah, you can just choose to hit something as hard as you can, just with the flat of your blade or the you know with your shovel instead of your mace or whatever. Um, like uh, Revernie Kinchin. Uh, I, I believe whatever you're saying. Nothing likes being hit in the head really hard. I think that's a universal truth.
1: Okay, well I feel like I think this thing has a a good amount of hit points. And because I don't see a way that like in fiction we can make this non-lethal.
4: Mhm.
1: I'm going to swing out with my giant flaming sword. Okay. Um, All
0: right. is this lethal damage or is this non-lethal damage?
1: I don't I don't see how you can like you could hit with the flat of your blade, but there's not really a flat of the blade when the sword is on fire, right? This
3: sure. is
0: you're you're thinking too galaxy brain about it. If you tell me yeah. you don't want to kill the thing, you would rather incapacitate okay. it, then that can be true.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm swinging at it with my sword, which now I've got like better green flame, so it also gets green flame damage. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, roll roll that, a, roll that beautiful bean footage
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, it's a natural 20
0: Okay Oh, Kylie Two natural 20s
1: I'm not lying
0: I, I, I don't think you are <laughs> Okay <laughs> So, Kylie, I regret to inform you something There is a moment where you are pulling back on your sword, and you know that you are going to strike true. Mm -hmm. I didn't think this would happen today. I thought this would happen sometime far in the future.
1: (laughs) Is there like a note that says, if two natural 20s are rolled?
0: There isn't, but there is a note that says, if Kylie rolls three natural 20s, a note that I made a month
3: ago. To yourself?
0: To myself in a document oh. it's in fact the only thing in that document currently
2: <laughs> and it says well I'll tell you what it says the document is titled go to hell
0: Kylie.txt. no it's just <laughs> it's it's just titled DM notes I have one note <laughs> um, <laughs> you take it back and you know you're gonna strike true and in yeah. your heart you know you're gonna strike true mm-hmm. and I want you to tell me left arm, right arm, left leg, right leg. Which one? Or I can roll.
1: Um But uh, you can tell me if this is like is meant to be opaque?
0: Oh, it's meant to be opaque currently.
3: It's pretty clear to me what's happening here.
0: I'm I'm going to help you out, but I just want you to make a choice. I can roll on a 1d4, or you can roll on a 1d4.
1: Wait, it, it, this does not correspond to where I am swinging, right?
0: Has nothing. It only has to do with
3: that twenty-year-old. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, I got this two-handed sword now. Leg day. Yep, yeah, but the, the, you also <laughs> can't do a two-handed sword with one leg. Which uh, one? Uh, uh, let's be sinister. Um, right arm.
0: Okay, right arm. Kylie's right-handed.
1: Um I, I don't think we've said, but
0: well, that's what I'm asking.
1: Uh, I, um, I don't know, I hadn't thought about it. Um. Okay.
0: So in your in your your heart, and you hear that that voice again, yes, and it is more clear, it's more powerful, it's more stated than it has been before, at any time. And you feel your blood rushing. To your head, you feel your heart pumping harder than it has been before, and you feel a liquid. You feel like you're crying. You feel a liquid coming out of your eyes, some ichor. And you feel you feel yourself sweating. Okay, it, like you, you know, it's you're really hot now for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't
1: really do that. you normally.
0: I know, but you're doing it now. Yeah. And yeah, your right arm coming over it venom style there is a black sheath of ichor coming over your
1: arm this sounds really sinister but i legitimately thought my arm was just gonna pop off so next. To that. <laughs> well we're not done yet so oh no.
0: so the this sheath of Icker is going over this is very neo from the matrix when you know he's getting covered in in mirror stuff it looks like that and then you see your arm this is all happening in slow motion for you you see your arm withering away it's almost like uh it is like someone is is dragging the size slider all the way down and so it's going from your normal arm to smaller and smaller and withered away and what you're left with looks like in front of you your right arm it's just a right arm but it's the bones of your right arm and it's covered in black ichor
1: oh like that planeswalker um
0: you lose
1: it's a little teseret yes yeah
0: your hit points are permanently decreased by seven
1: um does that also do i take that as damage as well yes currently okay
0: and i can um, manually manipulate your character sheet later I, I did it okay
1: um okay well but i still <laughs> i guess now we roll for damage
0: uh yeah go ahead and roll for damage
1: that's 13 slashing damage and two points of fire damage
0: Okay, so it, you know Kylie experiences this like horrifying physical transformation, or maybe it's not horrifying. But I think having a skeleton arm probably is is uh, off-putting. It's a little rad though, right? Um, well, maybe. Um, there's still <laughs> some other limbs that I noted here, um, and you swing with that, and you you hit this big creature right in the face. And it kind of gets its arms up and protects itself a little bit, but you you hit it for uh, what did you say 13 total?
1: Uh 15 total.
0: 15 total. Okay, great. Um so really what are
1: you up to?
3: Uh I am in shock
1: at Kylie's venom arm. What I'm quite far away though, right? I can see you across the room. Okay. <laughs> There's no uh, hiding this like in the turtle like the turtle neck like, being like ooh, yep.
0: No, it also ate away the sleeve of that turtle neck too. Mhm.
1: So oh, my stealth.
0: I know. Uh,
3: I'm going to cast magic missile. Okay. As a third-level spell. Okay. It scales. Yeah, it does scale. All right. Sling it at it. 17 force damage.
0: Okay, awesome. So you see all these these fly across the room. <laughs> And they go right into this this bander hob and it... Just ah! magical
3: harpoons just like yeah, it, sticking out of it.
0: It hates it, yeah. And they they stick in there, too, and they're, they're still there. Um, it uses its turn to uh, bound its way. It's going to double move um, all the way back to Weg. It's going to go around the side. Oh, gosh. Um, and it's going to use its action to dis- disengage. Um, and so it's running up. So, it, Kylie, you might try to get an angle on it, but it... it kind of deftly moves out of the way yeah it runs all the way back to Weg and it ends its turn standing beside Weg menacingly over him Weg, it is now back to you hmm well i was gonna heal everybody this turn
2: um <clears throat> physician yeah uh my spiritual weapon still exists correct
0: yeah yes um, uh,
2: for a full minute so it's like another eight rounds okay great um can I, does attacking with that thing count as my action or is nope. it
0: its own deal? It's its own deal. It's a bonus action. So, oh, it comes yeah. 30 feet, I believe, and then you can attack with it. So, okay. Yep.
2: You're good. Um, so, can I attack with it and heal everybody?
3: Yes, absolutely.
0: Those are two Please. kind of separate things going on.
3: Okay. slog that frog. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to attack with my, with my uh, big shovel.
0: Okay. So, let's go ahead and, and uh, roll that. So, just roll a d20. That's a fifteen. Okay. Um, I believe that it hits. Let me make sure that does hit. Okay. Um, roll some damage. One d eight. Right,
2: so this is one d eight plus my spell casting ability modifier, which is my wisdom modifier. Correct. Okay. So that is one d eight plus
0: three, which is ten. Okay. So you see that shovel kind of come up, and similar move as before, where it clunks this Hob right on the head. Um, and it kind of its its eyes actually rotate a little bit. It's like whoa, and then it kind of comes back and it's ready to go. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, though, well, that's done. Uh, can I move
2: and cast a spell, or can <laughs> I just cast a spell?
0: If you move, it's going to have an attack of opportunity on you. It's going to hit you as you move. Okay. Then I'll just cast a spell. Okay. Um. Oh wait, no. This spell cast takes ten
2: minutes to cast. I can't cast that. That's not going to um, work. That's not going to work uh wegg looks at the at the bander snatch and says uh <laughs> realizing that he would need 10 minutes to cast prayer of healing <laughs> um, you guys cool if we
1: take a, a break for like 10 minutes
2: <laughs> <laughs> hold on i have to take this and he pulls his phone out <laughs> um uh i'm gonna use my other third level healing or third level spell slot for today. Uh, and cast magic circle, or okay. no, not magic circle. I'm sorry, um, mass healing word. Okay, uh, that is, um, instantaneous. And as you call out words of restoration, up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range, which is 60 feet, uh, regain hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Alright, that's all
0: I gotta do So roll a 1d4 And then add 3 to it Okay 7 Okay, so everyone is healing for 7 Um, Weg, what are those uh, Spellcasting words? Give, give, me, give me 5 uh, 5 words of restoration
2: Let's all feel real good <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a
0: hook and they do. They do all feel real good. And I guess that can include you. It's up to six creatures of your choice. I guess that could... A creature that, is you. Is that me? I'm a creature. I don't know why not. Seems okay, cool. right to me.
1: <laughs> a creature is you. Mm-hmm.
0: So, wait, it was total. It was a total of seven points for everybody? That is correct. Okay, awesome. So everyone heals for seven points. Um, we are now back to... Kylie, what do you want to do?
1: Um... You're all the way over there still. Yeah, I I can probably reach it, right? Because I still got the speed. Yep, you can. Yeah. How long does Expeditious Retreat uh, last for? Uh, it's a like a long time in r- number of rounds. I right? can look. Yeah. Um, what are you doing once you get there? Yeah, it's ten minutes. Yeah. Really know. Long time. Yeah. Um. It's like a whole episode. <laughs> can I try and cut off one of its legs?
0: Uh, sure. If you like want to
1: aim for the lower half of the body.
0: Yeah, you would need to do a, a lot of damage to do that. But yeah, you but get a shot.
1: not even if not, I'm not necessarily actually cutting off the leg. Like I'm trying to stop it running around. Okay. A- Why don't you grab for Achilles?
0: Why don't you try to put in a yeah. headlock or something?
1: Oh, in a headlock?
0: I'm just saying that that there are things like if you try to strike something with a weapon, a lot of things could happen. But if you were trying to prevent it from moving. There are many yep. actions you could take. You could get uh, your rope out and try to rope it.
1: You could yeah, I was put just it in a headlock. It, this thing is so massive that I, I like. If
0: if you wanted uh, to try to rope a leg, I would let you try to rope a leg.
1: Let's yeah, let's, let's think fiction like a, first. A, a hoth. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All, All right. W- yeah, I'm gonna like try and like um. The kind of maneuver is like. Because I'm running really fast, like I'm gonna try and like run and like run past it while, you know, dropping the, um, like the lead of a rope around its leg, you know. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right, that sounds good. Give me a. um, That sounds like a dexterity check to me. No, that sounds like a sleight of hand
1: check to me. Okay. Um. Thirteen.
0: Okay. Um. So, so you all see Kylie run, running, very quickly. You know, road running down this thing. I mean, just um, to be
1: clear, he is doing the Naruto arms.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you can't do the Naruto arms the whole time because you've got to whip that rope around its leg and then kind of pull it and and uh, keep it keep it there. So a thirteen is not enough to one hundred percent achieve your your action here. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're able to do is you're able to whip that rope. Maybe with the grappling hook on the end of it. You're able to Ooh, whip yeah. that rope around its leg and you can hold on to that rope to keep it from running away. So I will allow you, if it tries to run, you can make a strength check to keep it from running. How about that? Sounds good. Okay. Um, so Kylie's there and he's got that rope around the, the bander hob. Silverleaf, it is back to you, I believe.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast an ice knife. Okay. At oh. it. Um, would you say that because it is uh roped, it has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws?
0: I would say that. No, I just rolled it in order to with that disadvantage, though.
3: So. Okay. So, uh yeah, let me roll the hit.
0: And it has failed that dexterity check, by the okay, way. Great, so great. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, I rolled a I rolled a, a 23 to hit. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, dexterity 15. All right, check, give me some damage, so. yeah. I do 15 cold damage
0: okay um, all right so you see an ice knife it's got these harpoons sticking out of it it's ah you know it's unhappy um, and uh, it tries to dodge out of the way of that ice knife but Kylie um, you don't even have to make the check for this because just because it's nice. trying to be dexterous it's not even trying to move and Kylie kind of yanks on it a little bit and keeps it in place and uh, ice knife goes right into it and explodes Psh, shatters um, now we're back to the bander hob um, it looks down at Wegg and, and its eyes, you know, they, it's got frog eyes. They're wide set and they kind of like hone in. They rotate a little bit. They look right at Wegg. It's thinking about a meal. Delicious, delicious meal. <laughs> and Wegg, it's it's going to try to swallow you. Okay. What's your Do AC? I have to make a swallowing saving throw? Not yet. What's your AC? My AC is 16. It tries to swallow you. And you, you, you just try to make yourself big. You, you, you know, you kind of stand up straight and you've got your shovel in your hand. You have your, your bigger floating shovel right beside you. And you evoke this energy of being a real big boy, and not <laughs> being able to be swallowed like a, like a chicken nugget say <laughs> I'm not a chicken nugget I'm a I'm strong and I'm an adult halfling man and I'm not a chicken nugget I'm strong <laughs> and I'm an adult halfling man there we go thank you and the bander hob it, it just can't even work up the willpower to do it just try to swallow you in fact what happens is it kind of you know because it's it's inflating itself it's trying to make some room in its stomach. And it's going to bite you and it you you overpower it with your incredibly strong willpower and words and it actually hiccups. <laughs> and the missing piece of the Manticore symbol <gasps> clatters out oh. onto the ground. Oh my goodness. We're back to Kylie.
1: Um can I try and do like a really hard pull on this rope to? Get yeah, those give legs a out it? Yeah, yeah, give me strength
0: check. Yeah, give me strength check. Ten. Okay. You pull it, um, and it kind of stumbles forward a little bit, but it's able to catch itself. You know, mm-hmm. This is not, this is not a uh, enough of a yank to really make it fall down. Yeah, it's um, still
1: getting used to this new arm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> it doesn't have the kind, the same kind of pull uh, as the other one did. Um, it's, it's and lacking some muscle. Why gets you? What do you want to do? It's me again. It's you again. Yes. Oh. All right. The Vanderhob um, didn't get to do anything. <laughs> oh. Okay. Except Hiccup.
2: Uh, I'm gonna move. Will I get an attack of opportunity if I move?
0: Unless you disengage, which means you won't be able to act that turn. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. It's looking pretty rough. I'll tell you that.
2: Okay. Hit it uh, with the I'm going Yeah. I'm gonna strike it again
0: with my with my spectral shovel. All right. Give me an attack roll. Nineteen. You yes. hit that, you hit this Vanderhob with it. Give me one D eight plus your spell modifier. Four. Okay, <laughs> so you clonk it in the head again and its eyes are almost spinning around like the hypnotone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it is not quite down yet. It's it's okay. but it's right mm-hmm. close. It's kind of bobbing and weaving a little bit. Okay, and I still get to cast a spell
2: this turn, too. You right? could cast
0: a spell. You could punch it in, in the, right in the schnoz if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could maybe work with Kylie and just push it over. <laughs>
2: yeah, we push could push it, it over. over. Kylie, do you want to push this big frog over? Sure. I, yeah, I mean...
0: Okay. Well, give me... So, what would
2: that be a, s- a strength check for me? No,
0: no. So, Weg, why don't you just give me a uh, an attack roll with advantage?
1: Okay. Uh, I was gonna say, Weg could also like get down on his hands and knees behind it. <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> that is perfectly acceptable. So it is a. So remember, you're a halfling. Mm-hmm. You are a small creature. Mm-hmm-hmm. You can in fact move between its legs because it is a large creature. Oh, okay. That's a halfling ability that you have. Oh cool. I didn't know that I could do that. Yeah.
2: Um, well let's do that then. That's hilarious. I like oh, it. Oh okay.
0: Give me an attack roll with advantage. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. That is that is more than sufficient. You well narrate this for me, y'all. uh
2: I I lock eyes with Kylie and give and give Kylie a nod. And uh...
1: Yeah. I I the nod says a
2: lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh and then I I dart between the Bander Hobbs uh two greasy frog legs and uh once I'm once I'm behind him, uh kind of get da- like you know, get down into like a downward dog
4: position.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and that's- Yeah, and i like as a I think the reverse of what I just did like before I was pulling on the rope and suddenly hopefully like to the banderhogs' confusion I drop the rope and just run straight at it
0: oh cool okay yeah so it's it's there's some positive tension happening before yeah now there's no tension at all Um, and so in its step back it tries to take a step back and reorient itself and where that step would be there is a halfling there um, mm-hmm. And so it just kind of stumbles backward And it smashes the back of its head Right into the wall Because remember it's a large creature These are not super large aisles It smashes its head Its eyes go out like a light And it is Knocked out slash dead on the ground You're not 100% sure
1: We did we it We did it. Wake <laughs> stands <laughs> up um, Yeah Yeah the- I don't know if Kylie has the expertise to do this, but mm-hmm. I would love to frog-tie this thing. I understand and what you're saying. Like hot tie Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you do it. Oh, I got
0: it. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. So Kylie uh, using the dexterity of, of his new arm, uh, which I think probably in, in the future, I wasn't thinking about this, but you're probably going to get some uh, disadvantage on uh, like sleight of hand and things like that. <laughs> um, well, but, I was
1: going to uh, ask it. If- Oh well, we can do it in a minute.
0: Okay, um, but the uh, so yeah, you tie this thing up. It does appear to still be breathing. So yeah, you 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 frog tie it, and now you have the last little piece of the uh, that Manticore icon. Woo! Oh.
2: I dispel my giant shovel.
0: Okay. Poof. Disappears. Wow, all kinds of stuff is happening. We are on the cursed train, y'all. Uh, hopefully you thought that the stuff with Kylie's arm was very cool. I like that, I've been tracking that for a little while. Um, that's not the last you're gonna hear of that arm and the icker and all those other things. So I think you'll I think you'll enjoy that stuff. Of course, Silverleaf is also cursed and uh, he's got the trickster in his brain, which is bad. You know, that's not something you wanna have happen. Anyway, if you enjoy the stuff, uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month over on Patreon, patreoncom touch. That would really help us out in a significant way. We pay a lot for hosting every month, and that's a great way to support the show. And you know, by buying just basically a, cop, a cup of coffee a month. Ooh, that's another hard thing for me to say right now. Um, you can also check out everything we do at rangedtouch.com. Um, and you can check out me and Michael Lutz's new show, um, Too Much Future. Uh, it's a, a show about Fallout. We have made it as the time of I'm recording this. We have made it about an hour into the game, um, and we, you know we, we, we take our sweet time as as a critical duo. Anyway. Hope you enjoy all that stuff. Hope you like this episode. Next episode, you're gonna learn what happens at the end of the Manta Cave. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's action packed. Weirdly enough, um, hope you. Hopefully, you enjoyed this big fight that we did. That this was a, a long fight, but I thought it was an interesting fight and a lot of cool stuff happened during it. Um, I, you know, I, I tend to not design a lot of big fights for the show because um, I don't necessarily know if people enjoy doing long fifth edition fights. I'm certainly not sure if people like to listen to it, but I thought this one was cool. Um, I like the bander Hob a lot. Anyway, I'm just rambling about things I liked about my, our, you know, our show that we make. Uh, my own <laughs> uh, DMing. Anyway, happy to talk about it on the Discord or something like that. If you want to, see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.